Welcome to episode 60 of Published. Today I'm speaking with Mimi Chan, the Senior Marketing Manager at Goodreads. Mimi will tell us all about the Goodreads platform and how you as an author can use it to connect with readers and promote your book. Welcome to Published, a podcast by Greenleaf Book Group, where we'll discuss the ins and outs of the publishing industry, from writing a book and finding the right publisher, to gearing up for a book launch. And now, here's your host, Greenleaf Book Group CEO, Tanya Hall. Welcome back to Published. In this episode, we're talking about the power of Goodreads as a tool for authors as they work on growing their readership and creating buzz around their book. Goodreads is well known to many readers as a great place to find book recommendations and reviews, but today we're going to talk about how it can also be a great tool for authors. New authors may not realize that Goodreads has a robust author program that you can use to run giveaways, interact with your readers, and advertise your books. And this program is available to anyone. It's easy to use. It makes it a great tool for independent authors who are trying to connect with a target audience. In this episode, Mimi gives us her tips and tricks to optimize your experience on the platform and explains why authors looking for book marketing tools should give it a look. Let's get into the interview. Mimi, welcome to Published. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited about this. Yeah, well, so are we. So um, for starters, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and what you do at Goodreads? My name is Mimi Chan. I'm the Senior Marketing Manager at Goodreads, and my main role is to help authors connect with readers. So I'm super passionate about learning what the needs are of authors, reading their books, helping them create really unique content that excite our readers and help them to become lifelong fans, hopefully, of the author. Yeah, that's a noble cause that we all support, of course. (laughs) And for those who aren't familiar, can you tell us a little bit about Goodreads and how it serves authors and readers? Absolutely. Goodreads is the world's largest community of book lovers. We have over 135 million readers or members throughout the site. And what's really unique about Goodreads is that everyone that comes there is truly looking for a book. That's what we're really strong at is helping readers discover that next book that they're going to love. And that means that we're also a wonderful site for publishers and authors to try and connect with those readers. And we've created tools and profile pages that are uniquely for the author, ways in which they can talk to readers or promote their books that you probably wouldn't find anywhere else. And we have a really wonderful, what we call like a flywheel, where once you start putting some of that content in there, start engaging, it just builds on itself over time. And from one reader to their followers and you know their friends on the site, it just gets bigger and bigger. So that's really what Goodreads is about, is building that strong reader community. And there's absolutely a role for authors in that. Oh, for sure. And you did mention some of the tools and features really quickly just now, but what are some of the features that you wish authors knew about or used more? Oh, this is such a great question. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> All the time. I think to myself, I wish that authors would come on the site before their book was published, first of all. Ah, I wish authors would come and just join Goodreads as a member and start establishing those relationships. Maybe it's in a group in a genre that they're writing in. Start 
reviewing and reading books, especially in your own genre, so that you start becoming a book tastemaker, somebody known for having good writing skills and the ability to talk smartly about books in the genres that you love and write in. And then once you have a book titled, you know they're really going to be releasing a book, get your book on the site. Get on there right away as soon as you can. That way people who hear about you, hear about your book and start adding it to their shelf and kind of bookmarking it and sharing about it. It's a place where they can kind of put it like on hold, almost like if you're trying to put a book on hold at the library. You can do that on Goodreads. And then what we'll do on the site is we'll remind those readers that they are interested in that book, whether through a launch announcement in an email or maybe if you run a giveaway. A giveaway is really the easiest way to advertise the book on the site and reach a lot of new readers really quickly. Um, That's just a book giveaway that you can run on the site. And then the other thing that I tell to authors all the time is that you need to find and encourage readers to follow you because the more followers you have on the site, the more you can talk to readers and more of the things that you do show up in news feeds of your followers and readers. And not just for any one single book, but for every book that you write or for everything that you do on the site. So if to narrow it down, if I were to say there was three things that I would recommend that authors do on the site is one, I just recommend, first of all, they just join, even if their book isn't ready yet, join the site, connect their Kindle account to the site. And then two, once they do have a sense of what their book's going to be, and even if you don't have a cover, but at least you have a title, you have a way to share the synopsis for the book, get the book on the site. You can either create a book listing yourself, or you can ask our librarian or expert teams to help you with that. And then third, start to engage with readers and asking readers to follow you in every place that you like, write a review or have content, or when you open up, ask the author for readers to ask you questions in all those different places. If you run a giveaway, ask readers to follow you, ask readers to follow you outside of the site. Again, that gets the flywheel kicked off and started on the site for you. And so those are the basics of the things that I think every author should do. And it doesn't take very much time is the other thing. I tell authors all the time, just find a good 15 minute window once a week preferably in the morning, preferably on like a Monday through Thursday, because that's when we see highest traffic on the site and do just a couple of these things. And if you do that consistently over time, you will build a strong following and you will build a you know great engagement platform for readers for yourself. I love the reminder to ask for the review or ask for whatever the thing is that you want, because I think sometimes authors will uh, assume that someone's going to do that or they're maybe too shy and they feel like, oh, I don't want to ask them. They, they just gave me a compliment. They liked my book. Well, then you have to turn around and ask for something and you really do need to. It was actually even hard for me to learn when I was promoting my own book. It just feels awkward at first, but then you get to the hang of it. It just becomes the natural next thing <laughs> to <laughs> make sure that you are basically converting <laughs> their enthusiasm. True. Well, and when it's, it's also like it's asking for people to follow you, but you're right. It's also about asking them to help share if they love your book or love you as an author to share about that. That actually is a very natural thing for a lot of fans. And so it's not a big ask when you know somebody loves your work. And that's actually, I think, one of the keys to asking smartly is to find those people who truly love your work. Those are the people you want to ask to talk about your book. It doesn't make sense to ask somebody who, you know, maybe is just okay with your book or maybe the book just wasn't quite right for them. That always, Mm -hmm. that happens for even the best books right mm-hmm. you you don't want to try to 
convert those people into being fans, that's not going to be with the best use of your time. Focus on those people who really love your books. Take a look at your book page. Look at those reviews where people have given you five stars. Those are the people you want to engage with. You know, say thank you to those people. Encourage those people. Hey, you know, would you would you be willing to write a review? Hey, would you like to get an early copy of my next book? And would you be willing to share about what you think about it? Those are the people that you want to engage with. And that's where you're going to find a lot of goodness. Yeah, definitely. That's good advice. So book reviews, obviously a huge part of what makes Goodreads such an effective platform. Can you talk a bit about how generating reviews on Goodreads can help an author have a successful launch? Absolutely. So we find that reviews on the site are largely positive. 92% of the reviews on the site have three stars or higher, many times even five stars. And that makes sense when you think about why would you spend your time putting a review in there, putting a rating in there, you generally tend to want to do that, rave about that when you love something, right? When you love something. And um, what I, what we see in our research is that when a book on the site has a mix of reviews, both one star all the way up to five stars, that's when other readers really start to trust the reviews and the ratings for that book. So you actually want a, a large range of reviews, you, predominantly, of course, in the four or five star range, but even a three star review is considered good on the site. Um, and you want also some of those lower ones because it gives validity to your book and makes it feel that the reviews are trustworthy. And so you want to foster that. Um, the second thing to think about with your reviews is that you want to try to get those reviews as early as possible, hopefully before your book even launches. Part of the reason for that is because a lot of authors ask me, how do I get included in things like roundups in our editorial coverage? Well, we start looking at that data really early on. How does Buzz build on the site for a book? It happens before that book ever launches. And so authors like Colleen Hoover or Celeste Ng, um, they get on the site, get their book on the site, and they start talking about their book and what their writing process is and exciting developments with their book. I have a title now, I have a cover now, you know, the names of the, of the characters are really clear to me now. It, it came from this other book that you all love. All of that becomes ways that they can engage readers. And so that by the time you actually launch your book, they're really well invested. So one of the things that you want to do is early on get copies of those books to those same people so they can add their reviews on the site. And now what we're doing as editorial coverage or at Goodreads, when we look at these books early on, three, four months ahead of a book launch before, like, like right now, we're probably looking at May or June. We take a look and see, well, which books already have reviews? Which books already have ratings? Which books um, already have a lot of buzz behind them? People are adding it to their want-to-read shelves. Those are the books then that we're going to bubble up as the most anticipated books of the year or of the month or most anticipated romance novels, sci-fi, whatever it is. And that's how those reviews can really then help you early reviews as early as possible, um, knowing that that helps build buzz on the side, gets it noticed by things like editorial, by other readers, that that then like feeds more readers back to the site. And then the more reviews you have on there, the more new readers then add that book to their want to read shelf and then eventually do pick up that book to read as well. One last tip I would give that another author gave me was that they found one of the best ways they had to get reviews on Goodreads was simply by adding a link at the end of their book, whether it's a Kindle book or some other, you know, ebook or some other place, but somewhere at the end, end pages of your book, just very quickly ask again for people to add a review. And that truly actively generated a lot of reviews for that author on Goodreads. 
I love that idea because, yeah, the easier you make it, if it's right there, and they went all that way to finish the book, <laughs> that's probably the best time to get them over to the site and get a review. So that's great advice. Yeah. So for anybody watching the video, you uh, may have noticed that Mimi just teleported into a different room. <laughs> we had a little bit of wind noise there. So trying to make sure you have the best audio experience possible. All right. So Mimi, Goodreads is known for giveaways. You mentioned that earlier, but what are some of the other strategies or features that you've seen authors use to use the platform successfully and reach their readers? Yes. So you're right. Giveaways is one of the few features on the site that is very simple and easy, but does require a little bit of budget. We're actually doing a promotion on it right now for authors. Everything else, though, on the site is basically free. So let me tell you a little bit about what those free tactics are that you can use. One, reviews. Reviews is actually one of the number one ways in which authors get more people to follow them. When I talk to authors um, like Colleen Hoover and I ask her, what is it that got you to like almost half a million followers on the site? She told me that, well, you know what? I think all I did was write these really short, snarky, funny reviews. And so many people just started following me. <laughs> and it makes sense, right? Because that's a way that readers can start to get to know you as a writer and your style. And it's also something that we're known for, right? On the side is how readers discover new authors and discover books as they're reading a lot of those reviews. So you can make yourself a tastemaker in this space, just like some of our top reviewers, and people will follow you just for that. And then when you talk about your books as well, the ones that you write yourself, they'll naturally be interested in that. Strategically, when you're writing those reviews, a couple of things to think about. Make sure that you think like a top reviewer does. Look for books that have uh, authors with large followings. Look for books that are in your own genre because now you're collecting or building a readership of people that want to read the type of book that you write. And then Look for a book that you can get your hands on early before that book's even released. Make your review one of the first reviews on one of the hottest upcoming books. It's one of the best ways for a lot of people to discover you. And then lastly, think about that review space on your own book. It's one of the few places where you actually can control some of the content and engage with the readers directly on your book page. And so don't use that review space as a true review of your own book. <laughs> use it as a space to write about things that are exciting about the book, maybe promotional information about your book, maybe you have a special offer on your book. This is actually one of the few places I recommend writing something promotional on your book. And, and all that review space, so doing that really strategically will truly help you build a large following. I have a review I wrote maybe three years ago now that every day I still have somebody liking that review and, I'm, and following me that I do not know. And I'm sure it's because of that one really popular review. <laughs> and so that's one way, one thing you can do. Something else that you can do is write annotations on an existing book. So... Once you have enough followers, and what's enough? I would say maybe a thousand followers on the site. Then I would consider writing Kindle notes and highlights. So annotations on top passages in your Kindle book, go into your Kindle, look at your book, see what the most popular highlights are, and then just add special insider knowledge that only you as a author has on those passages. Since these are the most popular highlights, you know for sure it's going to resonate with your readers, right? And then when you share those on Goodreads, we will, through our automated system, send a notification as well as an email to every reader who follows you or who's added that book to their um, to their world to read shelf. And so 
now you're engaging those readers um, with special content, unique content. It's content that you can use not just on Goodreads, but you can use that in your social, you can put that in your newsletter, you've created something that you can use to market with overall, right? In those annotations, I would include links to other books that you've written that have natural ties to that book. Maybe it's a book in the next series, right? Maybe it's a character in that book that spun off into its own book. Now you can convert the readers of that book to other books. So you're moving them from one book to the next, especially in a series that's really helpful. You're reminding them what they love about that book and then perking their interest for that next book, getting them the attitude around a read shelf. That means that when your next book does launch so you're doing this before your next book launch when the next book does launch they have on their want to read shelf and our system automatically sends them yet another free email for you to let them know that the book is now released and they can now get it they can now check it out on goodreads they can now buy it you know on whichever sites they want to buy it in we clearly promote it on amazon but we also give links to every other place that a reader can buy a book Hmm. and so um and so those are two big things I think are really helpful. The reviews, the Kindle notes and highlights, using it to cross-promote new books, other books. And then lastly, you have asked the author. So on your author profile page, you have the ability to turn on questions and answers. And again, use this strategically. Think about times when you'd want to activate Q&A around a particular book, maybe before or as it launches. Hold a set time that you're going to do live Q&A with readers where they can type in a question and you can type back an answer in real time. Promote that in your social and other places, right? Um, The reason why you'd want to do it on Goodreads, promote it elsewhere, is because now people that you drive into Goodreads, they might like the questions, the answers you post that will show up in their news feeds, their friends and followers on the site. You're getting that flywheel going. But secondly, those questions will live on the site pretty much, let's hope forever. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. future readers will be able to see your questions and answers and learn more about you and about your books through those Q&A. So again, just another piece of interesting content. And then you can use that content and share it again elsewhere. And um, it's, I think it's, there's so much here that you can learn about how readers think about your book, how they're thinking about and asking, you know, questions about your book, help you understand like what their needs are, um, what gets them excited. You can use a lot of that information, including the review information on your book page to help refine how you describe and market your book, the synopsis that you write, pick up on those cues, like words that every reader is saying about your book. You should think about, okay, how do I use that work in my marketing? How do I use that phrasing and how, what gets them excited in the description of my book? Maybe I just should even update you know, the back cover of my book with some of the things that readers are saying, especially if they're top reviewers on the site. We get asked a lot, how do we particularly engage with top reviewers? This is a tricky one for sure, because we have community guidelines that you shouldn't just like spam and reach out to people, you know, promoting yourself. As a matter of fact, I do not recommend as a whole (laughs) on the side, just promoting yourself. (laughs) That would not go over well. Um, Instead, engage yourself like a reader, be a part of the community. And that means look for top reviewers that you love their style of reviewing, you love what they read and start engaging with them on books that they're reading. 
you know, like the reviews that they write, comment back on them, start like a back and forth engagement, build a real relationship, and they will naturally start to follow you. And then once you have a relationship, you could then message them because now you're friends on the site or you're following each other on the site. And you can message them and say, hey, I have a new book coming out. I'd love to offer you a copy. Would you be interested at all? And send them an early arc of it. You'll be one of the first, you know, and that's, that's the way to really engage with our top reviewers, not to kind of blind ass but to build a relationship first invest in them a little bit by engaging with their content give them that um i don't know that, that social currency right <laughs> of your time engaging with them and um and maybe even just support them elsewhere in social a lot of them are on other you know book talk um bookstagram so on and so forth we also support those same top reviewers in those other places on our social sites. And so take a leaf out of our book. Hopefully it helps you find really, you know, fabulous fans among our top reviewers. Um, one last tip for top reviewers is if you want to know who are at the very top, gets the most followers, have the most people looking at their reviews, there's actually a part of our site where you can look at those people. So at the top navigation, it says community and you pull down, it says people, click on that and you can sort by who has written the most reviews, mm-hmm. who has, you know, has the most people following them so on and so forth and you'll see that some of our top reviewers are actually authors so i hope that'll become one of you that's great and like you said all of it's free it's all free (laughs) it's amazing yeah you're writers use this practice (laughs) (laughs) yeah and for the benefit of our listeners who maybe already have published a book are these same tactics available to them and not i mean it's a leading question (laughs) and not just (laughs) people who are writing new books Absolutely. All these tactics are absolutely available to every author. And, you know, even though I do say and I do truly believe that the earlier you can promote your book, the better six to 12 months ahead before your book launch, if at all possible. Still, you can use these same tactics, even if your book's already relaunched. Think of it as a relaunch, actually. Think of it, like put together a new plan. Think about it like you would a new book and think of it as a relaunch. What would you do differently? Um, this is your chance. Maybe you want to change the cover you know, a little bit. Maybe you want to add a little bit more to the digital version of your book, make it like a special edition. And then do the same things you would do for a new book launch. Run a few giveaways on it so that you can get like really new people looking at the book right away really fast. Um, Reach out to some of those reviewers that you've built relationships with. Put some general status updates. I'm really relaunching or re-releasing my book. It's got a new cover. Give them something exciting, right, for it. Um, There's a new part of the story that you're going to want to read, so on and so forth. Add that to the review, change the synopsis and the description, post a general status update. Um, I actually don't know that I've talked about general status updates at this point. So mm-hmm. on the main homepage, if you go to the left navigation column underneath books you're currently reading, it says general status. And especially once you have those followers, the thousand plus followers that we're talking about, every time you post something in that status, it shows up in a news feed of those followers. And then if they like it or comment on it, it shows up in their news feeds to their followers and their friends. And so um, that's a great place for you to talk about your old book. Um, make it new again. Uh, ask 
you know, interesting questions about that book. Share when you've added Kindle notes and highlights for that book, because now you've added some new content around it. Those those are things that you can do with your general status. There's also HTML there. And so you could, that's one of the few places that, again, you'd be a little bit more promotional. Maybe you have a special offer on your backlist title. Maybe it's on Kindle Unlimited for the first time. Maybe now it's a prime read, whatever it is. You can share about that in that status update. Share about it in the book page. Um, share about it in your giveaways. Like those are the three ways that you can be more promotional. It's in your status update on the review of your own book and with giveaways. Great. Everybody take notes. (laughs) So you've mentioned some big names. Can you share some success stories of authors who have successfully used Goodreads to help with their book launch? Yes, absolutely. I hope Catherine won't mind, but Catherine Cole's (laughs) new book that just launched in February. It's a romance novel. And um, we took a look at her, her book and we, talk actually about like what a campaign would look like for her on the site in marketing that book early on. And so I'll give you the same tips. If you're building a marketing plan and you're integrating Goodreads into as part of your marketing plan, uh, one of the things, some of the things that Catherine did and I'd recommend for other authors is one, she's actually been on the site for a while. So she actually has built relationships with some of those book influencers that I talked about earlier, some of those top reviewers. So do that work early on. And then maybe about six months ahead of time, she started to send those books out to reviewers. At the same time, she started to run a giveaway for her book. Again, this is a great time to run one during the month of March because it's giveaways month and we're for sale. So it's only $99 for giveaway right now. So start running a giveaway for a book that you know is coming out up to six months ahead of time. That's as early as you can run a giveaway on the site. Once she's done those two things, now she's starting to get people like reviewing and rating the book, right, on the site. Um, She's got the book on the site. She's listed it. That's the only way you can start even having those giveaways. So she's listed a book at that point. She's written the description for that book. She's updated her author profile page to make sure that it's clear that her new book is coming out. Now she's starting to post status updates around her book. Exciting things are developing. Maybe, again, I got the cover now. We've decided on the launch date. You know, this is when my book's releasing. All that exciting news. She's starting to share that in her general status updates. Uh, About three months in, um, she stepped it up. Again, she's running like three to six giveaways. And so by the time she's three months, two to three months from book launch, I check in with my editorial team and they're starting to notice her book moving up the rankings. There's a page on the site where you can look by month which books have gotten the most buzz, meaning mainly which books have have the most people adding it to their shelves. And I'll send you that link later for you to share. But you can take a look at that and see where you stand in that ranking and how quickly you're moving up and know that our editorial team's looking at that same listing a few months ahead of time. Um, they don't look at just that, but that's one good, strong indicator for them of what book has buzz. And so it's a good indicator for you as authors to see if your book's getting enough buzz to get interest and coverage. So she's looking at that, right? And we're seeing look at that. Okay. So based on that, it looks like maybe we should do a little bit more giveaways because it looks like, you know, we're down here and I know it would bump up, bump me up here because it's going to get you another one, three, 5,000 people adding that book to their shelf. 
Um, based on that, maybe we should take a look at, okay, who's already read your book in the past and loved your books that maybe you haven't reached out to before. And they don't have to be really top reviewers. At that point, you, you could, you're just looking for people who are going to read your book and love it and willing to talk about it. You can reach out to those people on the site and ask, and you know say, hi, I'm the author. They will probably be really excited to hear from you <laughs> and, and offer them up a copy of your book. So now you're adding, adding more reviews and more ratings, right, to to your book for, for the people who are coming to look at it. Um, she's also doing things like talking about all these things in her newsletters. She's posting about these things. Every time she does one of these things on Goodreads, she's posting about it in social media. So outside of Goodreads, she's leveraging the content and the excitement of what she's created here in other spaces. Um, as she's getting closer to the book launch, that's when you're looking at things like, okay, do I need to put like special offers together for maybe past books. This is a new series for her, so it's not as applicable, but I've seen other authors start to offer, you know, the first in the series for free to get people to get hooked onto that and then promoting like the next book in the series, the last book, latest book in the series. And so, um, so those, those are some of the things that I've seen Catherine do and other authors do leading right up until book launch. Now, hopefully by that point, you have a lot of people following you and have the booking, having the book on their shelf on Goodreads. Now the system starts to really kick in for you because now we're sending out all these giveaways emails and then we're sending out the new book release email. And then after that, at some point, maybe you, before, after the book release, you're doing those Kindle notes and highlights. If you do it before, it helps you get followers, you know, for when your book releases, if you do it after, after maybe um, maybe you actually are an author that's big enough to have enough people to add this book to your to their list, but you're seeing that oh, I look at the book stats on the book page. You can look at the book stats under book details at the top or at the top right. It says stats. Click on either of those links. I'm talking pretty fast now because I'm getting pretty excited. So <laughs> I slow down. So look at this book stats, and you can gauge things like okay, I see that a lot of people have added the book, but maybe they actually haven't read it. I'm three, two, three months into my launch and I've got enough people to add the book. I have, you know, 10,000 people adding the book to their shelf, but only 500 people have, have read it. So that's a good point to think, okay, maybe I should write Kindle notes and highlights, even though it's an existing book. It's not a past book that I'm converting readers over to, but may, but for my new book, maybe if I wrote notes and highlights, that would encourage people to then pick up the book and make it the next one they read. So now you might instead do that, or that might be a good point for you to, you know, post an update to your review on that book, because that will also generate a news feed to people. Um, to write about something that's maybe happened, you know, two, three months into the book being launched. Maybe now you're on your book tour and you want to let people know, hey, you can come see me at these places. Or maybe that's when you have the virtual Q&A on the site. People who've read my book, come learn about it. People who haven't, come learn why you should read it. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, and again, all along this whole time, every tactic, Catherine's putting in there, follow me as an author on Goodreads. Follow me as an author on Goodreads. Write a review, you know, if you love the book on Goodreads. Um, that just, again, just gets that flywheel going faster and faster on the site. Um, what we're pushing for, forward for is that, you know, as you start getting that coverage, now Catherine's book actually did make it into the round of, of romance books that have the most buzz in February based on her doing all that work. And if we can continue that momentum moving forward, then my hope is that she'll make it into Goodreads Choice Awards. And when you get into Goodreads Choice Awards, that's the time of year we're promoting all those books in, to millions and millions of readers um, in all kinds of places, in our general newsletter to 40 million readers, um, throughout the site in our ad banners, um, in Kindle special offer ads on the Kindle and the wake screen. 
now now your book is getting even more awareness, right? Later down the road, because we're covering in all these other places. And people who win the Goodreads Choice Awards, I've seen books basically 10x the number of people who add the book to their shelf once they win the awards. So just being part of the awards, you'll naturally get more people. But once you win, it just explodes. And so um, it's it, it can be challenging as an indie author to get that much attention. It takes, it takes work um, and it takes time, right? You're building that up over time. Um, but that investment really does pay off because that's exactly what Colleen did on the site. She started doing that something like five or 10 years ago. And now her books are consistently in the Goodreads Choice Awards. And a lot of times her books back then and even now aren't backed by publishers. A lot of these are indie titles that she's publishing herself, but she's built such a base of strong fans on the site that she can move books just by talking about her own books on Goodreads. Hmm. Wow. That's uh, hopefully authors aren't feeling overwhelmed by the five to 10 year head start that she had. But, <laughs> but you have to start somewhere. That's right. Right. You have to start somewhere. So let's say too, she started as a reader on the site really early on. Um, and eventually she decided she wanted to write a book. And so, you know, that's saying that everybody has a book in them. Well, you're all readers first. Start as a reader. Just start as a reader. And then when the book comes, you already have the five or 10 years under your belt. <laughs> that's right. Well, there's the saying of uh, the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. The second best time is today. <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. Well, and one of the things that I want to point out to you, and any one of these things I'm recommending to you as authors, you may not see movement on like one thing, giveaways you might, but on a lot of things, you might not see movement on just that one thing. It's a marketing maxim that you need to touch somebody, a customer seven times before they're going to buy your product or pick that up. And so the more times you can do this, right? And that's why we recommend you do these things over time, not all at one time. Then in the reader's mind, subconsciously, they start to think to myself, I'm seeing this everywhere. <laughs> like, I'm seeing this author in this book everywhere. There must be a reason for this. I need to pick this up and figure out why this, this is so popular. You know, and, and reality is that you've done the work of in incepting that book <laughs> into the minds of that reader. <laughs> That's what you're doing when you're doing all these different actions on the site. And, and you can get our readers to help you in doing that, right? Because if you can get them to follow you, get them to like and engage with your content, again, goes to their fans and readers. It's not just you talking about your book. That's really the beauty of our site is that community. It's a really strong and positive and beautiful community that you know, we are, that we continually foster, that we protect, that we, you know, lift up. And in the same way, we think of like our author community, the same way that we want to protect and, sh and support and lift up on Goodreads. I love that. Now, are there any areas or features on the site that authors frequently struggle with? And if so, <laughs> is there some, you're chuckling, so yes. And uh, is there some advice you could offer to help them avoid those struggles? All right, friends. Let me get a little closer to you because I know this is personal, <laughs> but <laughs> it is, it is personal. It does feel personal when you're on the site and there are some things on the site that I think authors have concern about and I recognize that. So the things that I hear uh, a lot from authors, <laughs> I want to dispel some of these myths, is one, there's a lot of concern about negative reviews or reviews based on books that haven't been released yet. And then two, um, reviews that just aren't, don't feel nice. You know, they just don't feel good. And what I would say to those things is um, one, one, again, 
majority of the reviews on the site are really positive. So 92% of the reviews on the site, we took, we went and analyzed every review, are really positive. We also have a team that's really focused on ensuring the best customer experience, particularly for our authors, because we know it's a trust that we have between us, right, on the site. And so we really protect that customer trust a lot. And so there's ways in which you can let us know when you see something on the site through the help page, contact us, where we take that concern really seriously and we'll look into things seriously. Um, we have really strong community guidelines for that reason, and we hold all of our readers and authors and publishers to them. That being said, even then, there will still be times when you probably won't agree with something that someone is saying on the site, usually about your book, right? Not about you, but usually about your book. And what I would say to that is um, even the most popular books on the site have people that disparage it. And that is normal. And like I said earlier, it actually fosters trust in the reviews when there's a range of reviews. So you said earlier, like, should you know, she avoid it, she ignore it. Those are one of the few things I say, avoid, ignore, ignore those negative reviews. Instead, focus on the really positive reviews and engaging on just those really positive reviews. Um, the other thing that I would say is, if you do see something again that that you don't agree with on the site, the best thing to do is just to flag it and let us know. It's not going to do you any good to personally address it. Um, I think we will be able to help you in most situations. In most situations, if if and again, if they are validly you know giving their opinion on your book, then just ignore it. But if there's anything else that's negative, let us know so that we can address it. Yeah, like personal attacks, that kind of a thing. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll address that right away, right away. And there's even times when I'll encourage authors to reach out to me. I love talking with our authors. And I mean, I'm only one person, so it's kind of hard to scale that. But, <laughs> but I, I, I'm pretty good about responding to the messages that I get on Goodreads. And so you can find me on the site. I'm not hidden. It's Mimi Chan. And, uh, and message me if you ever have something that you need help with. I'm happy to do that. Oh, that's generous of you. Well, thank you for that. Now, uh, discovery, of course, is critical on every platform. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned a couple things earlier that I suspect fall into this bucket, but are there ways an author can more or less optimize their book listings so that it surfaces higher on the site and they can get in front of more potential readers? So how do you surface your book listing higher on the site? A lot of that is really driven by our system our system. And so some ways that you can tap into that, for instance, are when you do something like run a giveaway, premium giveaways is going to list that book higher up, will feature it higher up. So if you run a series of giveaways, I always recommend running the premium one first because it gets a lot more people seeing it and it gets a lot more people adding it to their shelf. The other things you can do is some of the things that we already talked about, right? Getting people to add reviews, getting people to add it to their shelves is actually the number one way to get your book to be listed higher and recommended to more people. So it's all about how do you get more readers to add that book to their shelf? And that's what the things we talked about earlier, um, promoting when your book is listed on the site in all different places, not just on Goodreads, encouraging people to add that book to their shelf there 
talking to your followers using general status update. Again, just getting people to add the book to their shelf is the number one way you can get that book to start rising up higher on different listings. Posting about that book in different places throughout the site. And this is, I think, for more advanced users of Goodreads, but joining certain groups where you can ask people to add those books to their shelves, but groups, again, where you're truly invested in part of the community. Listopia, um, where people add books to lists all different kinds of lists. You can see if the owners of this list is willing to add the book to their to their list for you. And I, and then again, if um, if you have an existing like group on the site that you engage with, such as there's an author group on the site. Um, if you go to the top navigation and I believe it's under community again and you look for groups, there's actually a group that's all about authors and readers supporting each other. And that's one of the few places where you can go and just put out there, hey, I have a book. Would you folks please add that to their shelf to help you know get more awareness around it? Would anyone be willing to read my book and give me a review on it? You know, whatever your honest review opinion is. And so there's a few niche places like that communities that you can go to. Again, this is, I think, a little bit more advanced um, for authors to get in front of people that really want to help other authors, other readers and other authors who want to help each other. And so that's a really nice part of the community that you can tap into at times like that. Okay. Are there any particularly powerful <laughs> events that Goodreads has throughout the year, perhaps, that might be of benefit to an author? I can think of a two or three. So at the very beginning of the year, we have our annual reading challenge. Readers always at the beginning of the year have goals around their reading. People who've never haven't read in like years will suddenly come back into a love of reading because they're making resolutions. They want to improve themselves. They want to learn something new. And reading more books is a common way that you can do that. So we see a huge spike in readers at the very beginning of the year, the first one or two weeks of the year. And a lot of them are taking the reading challenge. I want to read 10 books this year. Um, average American only reads like one or two books. So this is huge <laughs> for them. Um, and so that's a really great time for you to get engaged on the site, for you to be encouraging readers to pick up your book as one of those, those 10 or however many they want to read to kick off their reading challenge, for you to take the reading challenge yourself and share about the books that you're reading and how you're challenging yourself. So you can actually kind of build engagement and community around the shared desire to read more books for the year at the beginning of the year with reading challenge. Um, and then you could actually even share updates on how you're doing on your reading challenge or ask your readers how they're doing on their reading challenge throughout the year. Uh, there's a whole page that lists all the books you've read for your reading challenge and gives you stats on how close you're getting to your reading challenge. You can share that at any point. And at the very end of the year, it turns into a infographic about your year in books and the books that you've read. And it shows like the, your reviews, the books that have had the longest pages, all this kind of interesting, fun information. And then you can share that at the end of the year. So you kind of cap off your year of reading and your reading challenge. Um, the other thing is that throughout the year, we have different um, summer reading, genre weeks, Goodreads Choice Awards. The way you get included in all those things is everything we've talked about in terms of building buzz on your book and getting your book onto readers want to read shelves. And so just by doing all those things we've talked about, hopefully you'll naturally start to become part of those things. However, if you want to be more active in being part of those genre weeks, then take a look at those articles and start adding those books to your shelf. Talk about those books that are being talked about during those genre weeks. That's what people are going to be talking about and buzzing about, right? So be an active part of 
the conversation at those times. Vote for your favorite books during Goodreads Choice Awards. Right? Show your support of other authors. Um, readers actually love that, love seeing authors supporting each other. And so, and, and then encourage people, if you're in the Goodreads Choice Awards, to vote for you. I think that's absolutely something, we talked about asking, you know, it's something you can ask readers, fans, ask them to, you know, again, ask them to follow you. Um, ask them to write reviews, um, ask them to vote for you and get reached choice award, ask them to add your book to their want to read list, ask them to, um, you know, share in and take part in any promotions you're having. Those are all good asks that people who love you are going to be happy to hear from you about. You got to make the ask. <laughs> yeah, you do. I love hearing from my authors, my favorite authors. So whenever they ask me, I get super excited. Yes, yes, I will write a review for you. Of course, yeah. I would rate that book five stars. Absolutely. That's awesome. Great. Well, you have been so generous with your information and your help and your feedback today. Do you have any parting advice you'd like to give our listeners? I really hope that all of your authors that are listening, join Goodreads and find just a really beautiful community of fans to support them on it. I truly believe that the readers that you want are on the site. They just haven't discovered you yet. And so um, my hope is that all these different tips that we've given will get you down that road to having just as huge a fan base as some of our most popular authors. That's possible. I truly believe that's possible for every author. Do not be afraid of the site. <laughs> do not be afraid of the site. Um, do not avoid the site because the reality is you're already on good rates. You may not be a member yet, but you are already on Goodreads. Your book is there. Your author profile page is there. That picture from high school that you didn't want is on there because somebody found it. Control that. <laughs> control that. Get on the site. Control your brand. Control your book. Control what's said about it. Be an active user of promoting your book on the site. You know, take part in the community. And I think that you will find it really, really rewarding. And I truly hope that um, I will see you there. So feel free to reach out to me anytime. Welcome to Goodreads. Oh, fantastic. Mimi, thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. That's it for our episode today with Mimi. We hope you enjoyed learning about Goodreads. For notes and resources from today's show, go to greenleafbookgroup.com slash episode 60. You can also find advice for writing, publishing, and promoting your work in my book, Ideas, Influence, and Income, which you can learn more about at ideasinfluenceandincome.com. If you've enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. It means a lot to have your feedback and helps us make sure we're answering your publishing questions. A big thank you to Eleanor Fishbourne, who produces the published podcast, and we will be back next month with another new episode. Thanks for listening to Published. To learn more, please visit greenleafbookgroup.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. 